the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 14th chapter. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone, but the boat by this time was a long way from the land, beaten by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them, walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him, saying to him, O you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. And those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The waters saw you, O God. The waters saw you. They trembled. The depths themselves shuddered. In the sea was your way and your path in the mighty waters, and your footsteps left no traces. Psalm 77. What thermonuclear war was to your parents and grandparents, what the disruption of supply chains or plague or the breakdown of social order and the rule of law might be to you, such were the waters to the people of the ancient Near East. The waters, vast, powerful, uncontrollable, and potentially destructive. The waters were for them the embodiment and the epitome of destructive, chaotic powers. Of course, these ancients also feared violence, war, enemies, treachery, conflict, and betrayal. But had they a Congress, its most perilous course of action would not have been dubbed the nuclear option, but the waters option. The Lord drew me out of many waters. He rescued me from my strong enemy and from those who hated me, for they were too mighty for me when they confronted me in the day of my calamity. Psalm 18. As Jesus comes to his disciples walking on the sea, he is treading on chaos itself. 
The disciples of Jesus were on the sea that night because Jesus had ordered them into the boat and across the Sea of Galilee ahead of him. Once he had experienced its peril, they woke him in a boat about to sink, and the sea then felt his rebuke and was still. But now they are apart, he ashore on the mountain, and they on the sea. He beyond the sea's peril, above the chaos, and they in the thick of it. The Son, the eternal Word, who with the Spirit and the Father brooded over earth's primordial waters, now turns his words not to creation, but to his Father. For he has become a creature himself. He has become man. And he prays for those in the boat. When faced with chaos, know that the Son of God rules over it. And when seemingly alone in chaos, know that the Son of Man is praying for you. Is anything more frightening than unbridled chaos? Encounter with a great personal power within chaos is. Perhaps they feared the storm itself, but Matthew first notes terror with these hearty fishermen when they see someone walking toward them on the sea. A menacing wind by association with someone becomes a blow. Waves associated with someone crash like punches. How would Beirut feel if someone were directly behind the explosion? The one the disciples saw was coming up behind them. A west wind was blowing against their backs as they rode, which meant they were facing east, first catching glimpses and then clearly seeing a phantasm, as the Greek puts it, who was gaining on them. They were trapped. It is not only the surging sea that they had to face, but someone in the sea And at that point, resolved exhaustion became terrified panic. And to their cries, the one treading the chaos responds, Courage, I am, do not fear. The chaos has a master, their master. He has come. When last they were on the perilous sea with Jesus in the boat, the question was the winds and the waves' obedience. This time, Jesus is astride the waves, and the question is the disciples' obedience. Jesus had ordered them to embark and to make the western shore. 
Peter would now disembark and walk east toward Jesus, who says, Come. The chaos is not Peter's master. Nor is some distant God who gave rigid marching orders regarding the chaos. Peter's master not only rules over the chaos, he enters into it to liberate from it. Come, he says. A step into greater vulnerability would be hard to imagine. And in the moment that Peter becomes aware of that vulnerability, Jesus is not only master, but savior. He has Peter fully in hand. As you face what you fear most, know that the Son of God not only rules over the chaos and prays for you as you face it, he enters chaos himself to rule over you in the chaos and to save you. Having prayed above the chaos and having entered the chaos and tread upon it to save those in it, Christ bridles the chaos. When they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Peace comes with his presence, and there confession and worship take place. Astride the waves, Jesus said, I am. And now his disciples repeat that back. You are the Son of God, and they worship. Chaos is real. On the natural the atomic, the socio-political, or on any other level, it is dangerous, a threat to human life. But above the chaos, there is a God who orders and who forces and holds the forces of destructive chaos in bounds. And that God has become man. He has taken the step of ultimate vulnerability into our threatened human sphere to die a quite unnatural death at a historical turn of social and political turmoil. The Son of God, who stood above the chaos, entered our cycling chaotic history to tread the chaos down, to save. And so he bridles chaos, first with us, that we fear and obey not it, but him, confessing him to be and worshiping him as the Son of God. In the holy name of Jesus.